Hello. Oh, another late recording from me. This time, no particular reason aside from the fact that I was playing games until now and I, I wasn't feeling particularly um, sleepy until now. Ah, it's Boxing Day, a, um, a holiday that we do not celebrate at all in my country. Um... And for me, it was just a you know normal day. Got up, went for coffee, played Pokemon Go, and um, you know walked around. I was still at my friend's house, my support bubble's house, and then came back home and uh, stayed home and watched some stuff on television with my housemate, and then just uh, played my own games and watched my stuff. So honestly, really nice day to be fair. I feel like the uh, Christmas blues are slowly evaporating away um, while trying to understand that some of those Christmas blues were also tied to um, other things that I need to work through that I've probably discussed in the past. I did definitely discuss in the past in this uh, podcast that have to do with my um, self-consciousness and uh, body image issues and what I perceive other people to think of me or, or how, how I perceive other people to see me physically um, and how disappointing I and how disappointing it feels to be in my shoes. But that's all th- those are all things that I need to well work on myself because you know positive body image is quite important, but not just positive body image, having some sense of, of more internalized um, confidence in that people could be interested or attracted to me regardless of body image and that it's not just the body that counts. It does count. Obviously, people will have their own attractions to different people's shapes and sizes, I would assume. But if they're anything like me, then the personality on people will attract them more. And this is not just talking about, you know, physical, sexual, raw attraction. I'm talking about even psychological attraction. Just the fact that they want to be around you because you are a nice person, not because you have the body of an, of an Adonis. Which, you know, nice bodies to look at, not going to lie. Probably not the nice body to have because I would imagine it's a bit like a, a car the the more expensive it is the more expensive the maintenance of it could be so I'm assuming it's a similar thing anyway mini rant of a ramble to start the episode which is always nice I feel much more energetic than the uh, past few episodes a because I'm feeling better b because I'm not tipsy and c because I'm I'm home and I'm feeling, you know, a bit more comfortable even with the recording of the episode. Not that I had any problems recording in um, away turf, to use some football uh, lingo here. Nothing at all. It's simply just um, more comfortable to be home and um, share things in a, um, in a more secure space, you know. I do see my room as a very secure space, especially for this year. I mean, I've been confined in this room for the majority of the year. Um, a huge majority of the year, in fact. 
so it, it actually it actually feels quite nice to have um, to have this room as a bit of a safe space, which is interesting because I know in the past I've uh, I've talked about the difference between having a house and having a home or being in a house and being somewhere that I feel like it's home. And it does seem that this bedroom has kind of become a bit of a safe space for me, a bit of a safe port. And it kind of is home. Um, yeah. Uh, God, what did I do today? Oh, yes. I was going to talk about this because I started watching The Queen's Gambit. It's a Netflix show. Uh, I'm obviously not sponsored in any way, shape or form. I'm endorsed by uh, Netflix or any other video or audio streaming um, company in any way, shape or form. So this is literally just me uh, randomly hooking my television up to one of these services and, and browsing to see what was on and hearing that the Queen's Gambit would be interesting. And I, I mean, I watched the first couple of episodes. Uh, obviously, I haven't gotten to any like major um, climaxes of the show as far as I'm aware. The, the episodes I saw, they hooked me, absolutely hooked me to, to the concept of the show. Um, and I, I kind of have this feeling that I am still in the part of the show where it's a bit like those old animes where you have the hero who's learning. They know that they're stronger than everybody else, but they are learning the techniques to get even stronger so that they would have no match. Um, oh, what's the name for those anime? Shonen? Shonen. Shonen animes. So it does feel, or shonen manga. I don't know if the term also um, is applied to manga. I'm not a huge like follower of, 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 of that media, I have to admit. But um, at the moment, it does feel like a shonen anime where this person has this set of skills and abilities and they are getting better better and better and better um but it's also I, I kind of see and can predict some in some ways kind of what might happen and i'm not sure if it's going to be like a big thing or not but if you're not um aware of what the queen queen's gambit is it's it's all about chess um the main character has um, a great mind for chess, but at the same time, they also seem to have, I'm assuming she also seems to have um, huge childhood trauma as well as, well, she, she definitely has huge childhood trauma. This is not spoiler territory. This is literally the synopsis, um, as well as um, substance abuse and addiction problems that she might have to face at some point and i'm kind of expecting some sort of drama about um, um substance abuse obviously but not just that i'm also expecting some sort of drama about um about even just the 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 uh, <laughs> the way um the way her substance abuse is then seen by the um, by the chess committees or whatever 
governmental bodies over chess um, exist in this uh, in this series, which I assume is a, is kind of a, a mirror to um, how chess actually goes. You know, the governmental bodies on it, so chess clubs and then national bodies or regional bodies, national bodies, international bodies. Anyway, that's absolutely. Um, <laughs> irrelevant to the the matter here um yeah i can i can definitely recommend because just to the first two episodes actually got me hooked i really enjoyed the cinematography of it that's one thing that i would like to point out is that most of the netflix uh, original shows that i've seen have incredible cinematography to them um some of my favorite points of another netflix series sex education it, it, it's unbelievable. I really enjoy the story for as simple as it might be or not as simple as it might be. Um, but I, I just sometimes am at awe with the the shot, the way the shot has been framed or the scenery that was chosen or the background to a very simple scene where two people are talking. And here it's a similar thing. It just really feels like you're in the 60s. Um, at least for the first few episodes, 50s, 60s. Um, so it does feel like you're in the 60s. Uh, you know, the, the the cinematography is fantastic. There's loads of color where it, where it's meant to have color. And there is loads of lack of color, for lack of a better term on my end. Um, there's loads of times where there is absolutely no color. Everything is pasty, everything is hazy, uh, where it's meant to be pasty and hazy. Um, and it's it's honestly great use of it um aside from the cinematography really enjoy the characters for now um i can see that there's a little bit of a um, attention to detail on each of the characters that are presented to be important at least for that episode um and you know you have the personality traits being brought forward i'm a bit worried about characters becoming kind of um, stereotypes of themselves and this just means having characters that have um, a specific ways of, 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 of portraying themselves that are not natural and they are just there to fill a token especially when it comes to chess or any sort of, of um, medium where people are quite obsessive um, it could be chess, it could be some sort of fantasy role-playing game as well, uh, where you have people who are um, somewhat obsessive over it. You will find these stereotypical characters, and sometimes when they're portrayed in, in shows like this, they are overly done, in my opinion. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the old trope of having the nerdy kid being, you know, glasses-wearing, very nerdy kid. Um Aside from that, I mean, the show is very gritty as far as I can see. There's, there's a lot of grit to how the show um, goes. And it is, it is quite an interesting uh, plot for now. I'm uh, actually looking forward to seeing where it goes. So yeah, I mean, I just went on a 10-minute run all over Queen's Gambit almost. Um... But yeah, I would duly recommend, at least for now, it does seem like it's a really good show. Another good show, if you haven't watched it, I know it's a cartoon, I know it's Nickelodeon, and I know it's 2006, so you might not even enjoy it, but 
Oh, or you might think that I'm crazy for suggesting this, but if you have never watched it and you are wondering what to watch next, and if you are, like me, somewhat stuck in your own home because of lockdown or something similar due to this pandemic, Avatar The Last Airbender, I cannot recommend that show enough. I'm saying this because my housemate and I started watching it um, just to pass the time while eating dinner. So I've, I've watched the show at least 10 times. I, I, I enjoy it that much. It's just, it starts like a normal kids show, I would say, just a bit more charming, I guess. But then the, the, the plot develops further and it gets better and better and the humor and, oh, really well balanced. Really enjoy it. So, yeah, I, I'll leave you to it. It's uh, 13 minutes anyways, and it's half past one and I work tomorrow. And I'm feeling very hyper, but at the same time I need to go to sleep. All right, have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow.